Networking and marketing made simple is for you, the business owner who has a product, a service, or a message that you believe in. My name is Scott Aaron, and each week we'll take a behind the scenes look into the real world marketing and networking tactics and strategies for getting what you have in front of you to a lot more people. Thanks for spending time with me. And now let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Networking and Marketing Made Simple. Super excited for today's episode for a number of reasons. Number one, um, we're going to be talking to someone that is all about results. And that is something obviously that that speaks to me because uh, as all of you know, that have been listening to this podcast for you know over four years now, Nancy and I are people focused and results driven. And that's exactly who I have for you uh, today uh, with me on the podcast. But also, I had the honor and privilege of guesting on his podcast. And in the podcasting world, we call it pod swaps, where we swap on each other's podcasts to support each other's podcasts, support our networks, grow our networks. And it's the art of collaboration. That's what it's all about. So with all that behind us, Steve Mills, welcome to today's episode. Uh, thank you, Scott. Thanks for the introduction. It's great to be here and uh, really looking forward to uh, sharing some ideas and discussing how people can grow their business. Yeah, so absolutely you know, excited for all of that. So um, let's rewind the tape before we actually talk about the things that you're working on now. And, and what I always love to ask people leading off is if you can rewind the tape and press stop at a certain moment in, in your life, where you feel that was that pivotal or catalytic moment that kind of set you on this path that you're still currently on? What was that moment for you? Okay, yeah, great question. Um, I suppose for me, it, I, it would be just as I was about to leave school. I didn't really try very hard at school, if I was really honest with you. And I spent a lot of my time trying to become uh, the, the world table tennis champion. That was always my goal. That's what I wanted to do. And I, I sort of left school and uh, I, I had a, a particular careers talk. And uh, the guy said to me, what do you want to do now you've left school? And I said, I want to be a professional table tennis player. And he said, yes, but what are you going to do for a living? And uh, I sort of walked out of there with an application. I, I originally come from Sheffield in uh, in England, and it's a, a very famous for steel, Sheffield Steel and Sheffield Cutlery. And I finished up with an application uh, for a job to go and work in the steel works. And uh, wh when I was there, I'd been there like, I don't know, must have been about two months. And one night, because we used to work, uh, you know, nights and days and so on and so forth. And one night, this guy said to me, what's the matter? He said, you don't seem very happy, Steve. I said, I hate it here. I hate it. And uh, he said, oh, just wait till you've been here 45 years like I have. <laughs> and I said, no way. And I literally tore off my, my coat and everything threw it on the floor and stormed out. And, and that was a real pivotal moment. And uh, that was the last jo last job I ever had. Uh, I was 16 years old. I worked for a couple of months for British Steel. And uh, uh, that, that was it. I uh, literally went and became a professional table tennis player. 
for 10 years and uh, did, did well. I never became world champion, but I did really well. And I think I took that attitude of trying to get better into business when I started my own business. So if you can look back at those 10 years that you spent as a professional table tennis player, and I, I love asking this question because, you know, people ask me this all the time, you know, because in my former life, I was a health and wellness professional, personal trainer, sports nutritionist, competitive bodybuilder, all those things. If you could look back at those 10 years and hours and hours and hours that you spent honing your craft in, in table tennis, mm. what what skills or what lessons did you learn in that that decade period of your life that translated into a lot of the work that you're doing now with people? I'd say without a doubt, the biggest thing was... I figured out that I pretty quickly got got to be the best player in my area in within Sheffield, which is a big city. You know, it's like two, three million people, something like that. And I was clearly head and shoulders the best player in the area. And I figured that if I was going to be really good, I needed to get around people who were better than me. It was no use being the best player in the room. I wanted to be the worst player in the room when I was practicing, to practice with the best players and do what they do and do the same thing. And that that's what I did. So I used to travel every day about 50 miles over to Manchester and practice with some of the top players in England. When I then got involved in marketing and uh, I thought to myself, right, okay, who's the best people I can learn from? And so I started really trying to get a, a good understanding of who's who's like the best uh, marketing person in the world that I can learn this stuff from. And I actually Googled it and it came up with Jay. Abraham uh, at the time uh, I'm sure you you know of Jay and uh, at the time when you googled the best marketer in the world his name came up and whilst I still fully respect him there are a load of other people now um, you know that, that I learned from and have continued to do so and just constantly keeping up to date is a real challenge I think uh, but I like to do it by learning from from the best. Now, I think, you know, uh, the teacher is always the student. And that's something that Nancy and I really pride ourselves on is, you know, we're constantly learning. We're constantly getting educated. Yeah. And we, we can take all of those things and obviously pour it back into those around us. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as, as you know, we were just talking before we started. Uh, I, I came on your personal branding uh, five-day session last week. And uh, why did I do that? Because I thought, you know what, I might be able to learn something. And I did, mm. you know, and it was great. And, uh, you know, for anybody listening, uh, you know, get yourself on the next one whenever uh, Scott's going to run it, you know, because it really was really, really good. So, um, you know, thank you for, for that. And thank you for allowing me to take part. No, I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, you know, again, um there's nothing that feels better than being a person of value. And obviously you heard that when we were doing the workshop is that, you know, when people see you as a person of value, um, whether now or later, or maybe never, but you know, you're, you're nurturing those individuals to give them something that could make their life better. And, you know, obviously you and I live in that same mindset that nothing feels better of being able to help and serve and, 
you know, help people achieve the things to, so they can live a better life. So when we talk about mastering results and, and again, um, it's one of the things that you talk about often, not just on your podcast, but in everything that you do. I know that's kind of a, a very broad, um, I would say topic, you know, mastering results, but for, for people that are struggling with getting positive results, whether it be closing more sales or generating more leads or growing and scaling a business, what have you come to find in your years of all the coaching and consulting that you've been doing are some of the biggest reasons why people are maybe staying stuck in their business and not getting over that hump to getting better results in their business? Okay. Yeah. Another good question. I'd, I'd say one of the biggest reasons is that they, they, what I call FTI. So they fail to implement People just don't, you know, I hear people all the time say, you know, oh, yeah, I'm on LinkedIn and, uh, you know, I post on there once a month. And, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, that's like saying I'm, I've joined the gym and I go and do 10 curls once every six weeks, you know, and that keeps me fit. It's just not enough. People don't do enough, I don't think. Um, uh, so that would be one. I'd, I'd say another one would be, you know, they don't do what you and I have just said you should be doing. And that is learning, you know, how much time people put into learning about marketing and about sales. And because they don't, they then try things. They'll they'll try and do marketing things like they might do advertising on Facebook or they might do, uh, you know, some LinkedIn or email marketing or whatever it is. And and they behave, I believe, anyway, like butterflies. You know, they 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 try Facebook marketing for, you know, a couple of months, don't really invest very much. Um, you know, they spent maybe you know, a few hundred dollars. And at the end of it, they think, well, that that doesn't work. I'll go and try something else. And they try something else and they try something else. But it, it, it's for me, it's like equivalent to in sport going, right, I want to be the world table tennis champion. Try that for six weeks. Oh, no, that doesn't work. So I'm going to be the world tennis champion now that doesn't work so i'm gonna try try football that would be better i'll i'll have a go at that and and you just not put in the you know it the one thing about marketing as we all know it takes effort and we're going to get it wrong sometimes and and by testing and changing and you know looking at what's working and what's not and measuring all those sorts of things uh, that's when we get results yeah you know um there's a great podcast that Nancy and I listened to, and it's called um, uh, Coaching with Coach Ajit, uh, A-G-I-T. He's amazing. I mean, he does a lot of mindset coaching, but we were listening to a podcast episode of his um, a month or so ago, and piggybacking on what you said, he said what happens most often is people spend too much time in the knowledge and uh, self-education phase of business and yeah. not enough time in the application phase. So yeah. we listen to all the podcasts, we read all the books, we attend all the workshops, you know, all those things, right? So yeah. you're, you're knowledge cramming, knowledge cramming, knowledge cramming, and you're building up this bookcase of virtual shelf help, but 
you're not doing anything with it. So people yeah. then wonder why they're not achieving things they want to achieve because they're staying stuck in that education and that knowledge phase and not applying, not um, going into the application phase. Why do you feel so many people are stuck in that little gray area, that middle area where they know they have to apply what they've learned, but there's reasons that they're holding themselves back and staying in that little comfort zone of just educating and consuming. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say that comfort zone. I think that's it. I think that's one of the, I mean, clearly the many reasons, you know, they don't have time or, you know, they don't understand it, I think is definitely one of the reasons why people, particularly in this modern digital world that we're all living in with, you know, uh, AI and everything that's going on right now, uh, that that's definitely an issue. But I, I think I think it's to do with comfort. You know, they're they're not in enough pain to actually take take the action required. You know, and uh, I'm always talking to my clients about you know, pick up the phone, pick up the phone and talk to people. That's where you know money is made you know where the more people you talk to the more money will end up in your pocket is something i you know a lot of my clients have heard me say it feels like a thousand times you know and uh you know i i think also you know what you were saying about you know the you know buying books and things like that and and shelf development you know it, it i heard a, a little while ago that apparently most business books are never read and in fact only 10 percent of them are you know so we buy these books we go on these courses we think that's going to make a difference but it's what we do after that really makes the difference. And if we're not doing anything, you know, it's, it's again, it's like, you know, you hear people all the time. Um, I've done quite a bit of work in the past in the, in the gym industry. And I know that's part of your background and the amount of people that you see who are members of gyms and never go. <laughs> I met a friend a little while ago and I said, Oh, I didn't know you've been at, you were a member here. And he said, yeah, he said, uh, I've not been for six months. He's, he's paying 80 pounds a month to be a member and he's not been for six months. It's just, you know, crackers, uh, as I would say. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, when people would be amazed if, you know, and and on um, uh, the workshop that Nancy and I just did that you were a part of, yeah. um, I, I was asking, it was one of the days I asked everyone, I said, do you feel, just type a why or yes, if you feel that you are the reason why you're not moving forward with your business? Mm -hmm. And I'd say 80% of the people, you know, transparently and vulnerably yeah. wrote, yes, I'm the yeah. reason why. Wow. People don't really, it, it's, it's not anything more than, just a simple mindset shift that leaning into the fear, getting uncomfortable and starting to apply just a like if people just applied, you know, five to 10% of what they're learning, you're going to move the needle of your business forward. Yeah. And when you start to see the results, you're going to want more and more. Now, with everything that you do as a coach, as a consultant with, you know, how you help people, if someone was to ask Steve, really what made him different from other results-driven coaches and consultants in the space, what would you say sets you apart from all the others that are out there? I'd say my approach is very much geared around, you know, I often call it um, marketing accountancy because I have a very mathematical um, uh, sort of bent to my psyche, I think. It's all about the numbers. 
you know the, there's that old saying that you know you know numbers are the currency of business uh, another one is you cannot manage what you do not measure and and so what i try to make sure i do myself and encourage and uh, persuade my clients to do is to measure their results you know it's it's so incredibly important and yet when you speak to businesses and you ask them you know how many leads did you get how many of those did you turn into meetings where did those leads come from uh, how many emails have you sent out how many new contacts have you got on linkedin and so on and so forth they they don't they they really don't understand and i'd say that's as high as 95% of them don't know their marketing numbers and 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 if you don't know your numbers how can you improve them you know that's the point you know if if i know i'm getting 100 people per day to my website and i'm getting two two leads as a result of that there are two numbers there that I want to improve. I want to get more people to my website and I want to improve my conversion rate. But how do I do that? Well, I can put effort into social media and email and search engines and paid advertising and so on. And then to get my conversion rate up, I've got to look at the actual page. So that could be obviously things like changing the, the words, adding a video, improving the video that's already on there and so on and so forth. What's what's your best, you know, before we start to round out the episode for that person that that feels like they're still living in that fear state, you know, they they love personal development, they they want results. They just can't get out of their own way. What's what's a, a small little something that that individual can do to start moving the needle of themselves and their business forward? What's your best suggestion for that? OK, I'd, I'd say just, you know, really simply you know start to look at what i call the low hanging fruit the business that's sort of there that's not really being converted you know it's, it's not about going and spending loads of money on something let's harvest the business that's already potentially there i'm talking about things like leads you haven't really followed up contacts that you've got that you're not keeping in touch with perhaps joint venture relationships that you, you know, you, you're not really maximizing, um, you know, in, uh, clients that you used to have that you've not been in touch with, what feels like forever. Um, referrals that you've never really asked for. That, that That's a, a, a massive one. You know, if you've got, if you've got a hundred clients and let's say 10 of them are giving you referrals right now, and let's say, 2% of them wouldn't give you referrals because, you know, nobody's perfect. That leaves 88% of people who would give you a referral, but they're not waking up every morning thinking, who can I recommend Steve to or Scott to? They just would do, but they're too busy with their own lives to think about that. So having a system in place that you know, really, you know, starts targeting people, you know, picking up the phone and going, hi, Steve Mills here, Scott, how are you? Yeah, oh, this is good, good, good. I was wondering, you know, and, and off we go into a conversation where I could ask you or, or one of my clients for a uh, a referral. And I th you know, that's just easy. That, that's just low-hanging fruit. It costs nothing. And the conversion rate often with referrals is incredibly high. Yeah, you know, business is a contact sport. 
And I, if like yeah, yeah. I, I remember Nancy and I uh, were interviewing this amazing, amazing online marketer. Um, you know, he actually focuses a lot on SEO and websites. His name is Andy Crestadina and he's just incredible. And he said, if you're not making friends in business, you're not in business at all. And that's the thing. Um, too many people are trying to convert every single person that they know into a client or a customer. It's not about that. There, there's more power in building business allies where people know more about you and what you do. So if they're networking outside of a conversation with you and a certain area or need comes to play in a conversation they're having, they're going to remember you and they're going to refer you to someone. So it just really goes to show that, you know, connecting with people, building relationships is one of the best ways to get results in any business. Now, Steve, before we kind of wind down um, and I get to my final question, if someone was interested in learning more about you, your podcast, your services, your offers, uh, things that you can do to help other people move into results what's the best way for people to get in touch with you the, the best way would be at my website uh which is www.steve-mills.com that's m-i-l-l-s uh there's loads of stuff on there free loads of videos and links and downloads and all sorts of stuff obviously my podcast uh, that's probably the, the the place to start awesome now final question no wrong answer and uh you know i've done over 250 of these episodes where I, but I, I love the answers I get from this because everyone is different, but they're all around the same nucleus. And, and that question is, Steve, what does success truly mean to you? What does success mean to me? I always remember listening to Tony Robbins years ago. And uh, Tony said that the road is better than the inn. He said that. And what he meant by that is that the journey is where the success is. Like at the end, you know, I remember at the end of my table tennis career, it, you know, it just came to an end and I went, I, I thought, right, you know, now's the time and I'm going to go and do something else. And, and to be honest, it was a bit of a bit of a down period because the thing I'd been chasing, the excitement, you know, as, was no longer there. It was like, all oh, right, better go and get a proper job now. <laughs> Um, so I, I'd say it's I, I'd say success is is the difference from when you started to where you are when you finish. That's that that for me is the definition of success. If you've improved, if you've got better, you know whether it's in your business, in your health, in your relationships. You know, if if it's if it's improved, then then you're successful. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, improvement. You know, it's it's um, progress over perfection, right? So we're not looking to perfect everything. We're looking to move forward, and we're yeah, looking for right. progress. That's what it's all about. So, Steve, always love our conversations, and you know, truly grateful for your friendship and all the things that you're doing for all the people that you're working with. And, and I hope so many people took so much away from this episode and just grateful for you. And thank you again for being a guest on the podcast. Well, today. You know, thank you, uh, Scott. And I feel exactly the same way. We are kindred spirits trying to help people. And uh, that's what I love. Thank you. Absolutely. So again, as always, wherever you're listening to this to and from, whether it be Spotify, podcast, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, 
um, you know, please leave us a rating and review. Uh, let us know what you love most about this episode or the podcast in general. And don't forget to subscribe. So everyone, please enjoy the rest of your days. And I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. And if you are listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are, please leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you loved, what you would like to see improved, or ideas you have for future episodes. And if you are interested in taking your business to the next level, don't hesitate to go to my website, www.scotterron.net where you can schedule a free discovery call with me where I can learn more about you, your business, what you're struggling with, and how we can work together. And don't forget to check out my wife, Nancy, and mine, our free community on Facebook called LinkedIn Leads for Life. We would love to see you in there. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you, everyone, for your support. Grateful for each and every one of you.